David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. I'm your host, David Collins, and we do not have the best show for you today. April Fool's! Boy, I love this holiday. A little housekeeping before we start the show today. Of course, it is a special April Fool's episode. Very excited to get into it. Next week, we also have a great episode. We're going to be in- interviewing the manager of the Dubuque Comedy Bar, so keep an eye open for that. We have a lot of emails coming in, even some people that were looking to collaborate with the show. So we're reaching out to them, really looking forward to some great guests, a lot like today's guests. We also have a couple voicemails that we're going to be playing later on the show, a few familiar voices that you might recognize. Remember to email the show. If you want any voicemails played on the show, also send those in. Email us at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. And also remember to follow our new Instagram. We're posting new reels on that and trying to get a little into that space. Follow us at DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show. Dan's joining us against in that co-host seat today. How are you doing today, Dan? I'm doing pretty well. Fantastic. Before we start the show, very excited to get into the show today. Color of the day. Today's color of the day is Celadon. Named after a ceramic that originated in 10th and 11th century China, it's a vibrant red. Color of the day, Celadon. If you see Celadon out in the wild today, make sure you send me an email. Color of the day, Celadon. One last thing before we start the show. Today's sponsor of the show, Hibbit Sports. Located at 100 Manhattan Town Center in Manhattan, Kansas, Hibbit Sports is a full-line sports goods store. Hibbit Sports offers a broad assortment of quality footwear, apparel, and team athletic equipment. With a high level of customer service, Store merchandise features a broad selection of brand name merchandise emphasizing team sports and fitness complement by a selection of localized apparel and accessories. Thank you, Hibbit Sports, for sponsoring the show. Why not wear a helmet every day? And if anybody's wondering who that voice was, that was our guest today. Very excited. LA comedian, April Fools. We'll be doing this all day. (laughs) New York based stand up comedian. Very excited. Mark Norman, welcome to the show. Hey, hey. Good to be here. Wow. Unbelievable. It's so good to have you back. Now on the new show here, have you listened to the new show at all? I heard about it. I try not to watch anything. Right, right. Last time I was here, I made eight jokes about fucking kids. Things used to get pretty crazy over there at KSTB. Right, right. You know, it's coming up on 10 years since we did that show together, and you got me into comedy. I know, it's terrifying. That was a crazy night, huh? And a fun next day. I don't think I've touched a skateboard since then. You remember all that, right? It got me a limo out there. Crazy money. I just did my clean act, and a lady got offended, and it happened to be the uh, CEO's wife. Yeah? But it's just disheartening. You go, hey, you twats, these jokes have worked on The Tonight Show. What do you want? He said, my wife is offended. How dare you? It was offensive to women. I did a joke about vibrators. And he was like, you got Hey, and that sound means it's time for our first game. Very excited for this first game today. It's a game that we had on our first show, so I'm excited to bring it back. In fact, all of our games today are games that we're bringing back from previous episodes, so it should be a fun one today. Our first game today, Sign the Joke. We're going to be listening to some comedians, some other comedians. Oh, yeah. And you're going to have to tell us what comedian said that joke. Mark, are you ready to sign that joke? Yeah, sure. We told you we'd have some games to play today. 
I have to call a, like a masculine friend to help me. Well, that's good. He's a good person to have. Dan is pretty good at these games, so I'm glad that you have him here to give you a hand. All right, well, it should be a good game for you. You're a comedian, should be familiar with some of these comics. You might know some of them, in fact. What if I don't know a guy? Well, then I guess you'll just have to get that one wrong there. Hopefully we can get a couple that can stump you here. Are you ready to play Sign the Joke? Sure. Of course. Are you ready to play, Dan? I am ready. Let's go, David. Round one. I used to have pecs. You can't see any. They're not there. You can see, like, money in my pocket, you know. Or you can see, like, you can see the outline of my button. But there's no peck. I used to have pecs, but they're gone. You know where they went? Down here. And he grabs his love handles. They slide down to here. And this is for your wife to grab to get you off the table for eating too much. Mark, are you ready to sign that joke? Oh, that's a cartoon. <laughs> You're just messing around. You should know this one. Like Cosby. Dan, do you have a guess? I guess I would say Jim Gaffigan. Does that sound right, Gaffigan. Mark? Well, Mark, you did get it right. You're pretty close there, Dan. It Come was a on. clean comic. It was Cosby. That's correct, Mark. No, he can barely uh, sell a DVD. Cosby. Let's go ahead and hear that joke. I used to have pecs. So you, can't, you can't see any. <laughs> it's not there. You can see, like, money in my pocket, you know. Uh, or you can, you, can see, you can see the outline of a button. But there's no pec. I used to have pecs, but they're gone. Know where they went? Here. They, when you get old, they slide down to here. And this is for your wife to grab, you know, to get you out of, off the table from eating too much. You know, we got an email, actually, from someone else who did pretty well on these games recently that we're going to play. Maybe if you do well enough on some of these games, you can come back and compete with some of the other guests that we've had that have done so well. Uh -huh. Of course. All right, round two. Now I'm going to tell you some of the stuff white folks do on the weekend. Trust me, somewhere in America this weekend, a white man somewhere is going to hang glide. He's going to strap a kite on his ignorant ass back and step straight the fuck off a mountain. Now, Mark, Dan, can you sign that joke? gonna be tough it sounds like it's somebody talking about white people so that might narrow it down a little bit the michael jackson the uh tyler perry damn say it was margaret cho oh geez i guess i would say i don't know maybe like uh jb smooth or like uh oh wrong mark you're now one for one way to tie it all up it's too bad damn the answer was steve harvey of course steve harvey let's yeah, go ahead course. and hear his delivery now, I'm going to tell you some of the stuff white folks do on the weekend. Trust me, somewhere in America this weekend, a white man somewhere is going to go hang gliding. Sure. Going to strap a kite on his ignorant ass back <laughs> and step straight the fuck off a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, what a performer, huh? Come on. Wait, you think it's like that at a Family Feud? If you go there and watch him, I've seen a couple of those clips in between. He sounds just like that in between the in between right, the commercials. Right, right. Wow, that's fascinating. I think that's why, like, uh, the round clock... three. 
Don't ever forget what happened to that French actor. You know what I'm talking about? Juicy Smollier. He's a very famous French actor. Y'all never heard of Jussie Smollett? Juicy Smollett is an actor from France, and he became famous on a show called Empire. Sign that joke. It's like Chappelle. Everybody hates Chappelle. He's the transphobic guy of the year, whatever. You sound pretty confident on that one. Do you want to lock that in, Dan? Do you agree? Sure. I agree. I'm going to go with the pro. With the Chappelle. He'll just sit there and smoke. Don't ever forget what happened to that French actor. You know what I'm talking about? Juicy Smollier. He's a very French, very famous French actor. Y'all never heard of Juicy Smollier? Juicy Smollier is an actor from France. And he became famous on a show called Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was crazy. You remember that story, Dan? Oh, yeah, it was a big story. A big story in the news coming out of Chicago. Did you like that game, Mark? Oh, yeah. Great. Now, we were talking a little before the show. We gave you a heads up about the games. You were a little worried about the type of game show this was going to be. Those naked afraids, even. I'm like, I don't know if I could do it. Berries and pond water and shit. No way we'd get you on here if it was that type of show. Ah, there's ways, you know, you bring right, a lady in or right. a small boy. Now, this is a pretty big deal for us today. We've talked about you in the past. We've kind of anticipated you as a guest. I've talked about how we met 10 years ago. So it's great to have you on. This is going to be a big show for us. So this will be in history book. Definitely in the David Collins 30 minute half hour show history books here. Uh-huh. Although last week's guest was a big deal too. We had comedian Allo Mean on the show. Do you know Allo? No. Well, he hosts a podcast called Allo Means Green Room. Podcasts are so big now and they're so... Right, right. And that was a lot of fun. We got to record in the green room at the Lucky Cat Comedy Club. Wasn't that a great interview, Dan? It was a very fun interview, David, yeah. How many times do you talk shit about a comic and then you walk in the green room and he's sitting there and you're yeah. like, oh, hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about where you started out, Mark. From 13 to 31, I was drunk the whole time. Because, of course, I started out in radio 10 years ago. I wanted to do radio, and you got me into comedy, you know that. Around that same time, while I was starting out in radio, talk a little about your beginning. Sure. Oh, I'm from New Orleans, man. Right. We just right. got after it early, and it was just part of the culture. Your dad would hand you a Miller High Life, you know, and say, shut up and drink this. Yeah? I mean, I lost my virginity to a prostitute. I'm, I'm sorry, Mark. Dan, are you watching something on your phone? Uh, it's something someone sent me. I didn't know if we wanted to uh, talk about it on the show, though. Well, do you ever watch those Dancing Bear videos? Yeah, maybe we can talk about it later, Dan. Our inboxes are flooded these days. We are doing anything we can to kind of filter through those. You should see my DMs. And these moments are just another example of us being understaffed. You know, and if you want to be part of this team, we are expanding. We've filled a lot of those slots at this point, although I think next week we're going to be experimenting with a couple different co-hosts and see if you guys want to keep Dan. We're listening out for those emails. Make sure you're emailing us at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com, whether it's just for that feedback or if you're looking to be part of the team. You know, Mark, and we are looking to add people to the team. Maybe you could send us an audition tape and see if you wanted to be our co-host seat. Sure. Love to work here. And we'd love to have you. Maybe things wouldn't work out and we could be a famous ex-radio duo. Exactly. And firing me is uh, like a, it's a fun power move. <laughs> and that's why I love this show so much. I'm finding more and more that you never know what you're going to talk about. One moment we're learning about the way you grew up. And the next, we're offering Mark Norman a potential co-host seat on the show. You're a good human. I'm a decent douche. 
I feel like we have good bones and we want to help people. Like you're, you would probably stop a bully if he was picking on a, a weaker person. David, as much as I, uh, I love working with you, I think I'd like those episodes a little bit more. Wouldn't that be fantastic? You know, Mark, we're going to have to talk after the show, I think. We're trying to build a solid team for this show, though. Well, you got to start somewhere. That's true. And I do love the show. I don't know what I'd do if I wasn't able to speak like this and talk to people like you for a living. Yeah, it's the same with meathead boring guys who are like, I got to get some traps because I got no skills in in, in a talking one. Right, right. Now, I wanted to ask you, and I ask this to everybody, you know, you drive, especially you, maybe you moped around, you move around the country, you see, now, how do you, you write, you, how do you write your material? Yeah, that's a good question. Especially, I think not a, people, a lot of people know this, you're one of the most prolific writers that I've ever met. I've, I've seen other people, like we have this great guest, Austin Ingalls, on the show, also a very prolific writer, somebody that's known just like you for coming out with a lot of these jokes, but Austin has not done a special, and what I find is it's even harder to write the idea of dumping all of the material that you've ever done and starting over. It is weird, though, going back to dropping your whole act. We just drop it, and we work so hard on it, which is so funny because you put hours and hours and so much. Like, I'd be in the shower thinking about my act. Like, ah, oh, that could be better. That needs a better tag. That's not hitting like I want. And then you move on to a new hour, and that's just all gone. Is that where you do most of your writing, you think, in the shower? Sure. I would say I'm probably the same way. I think standing in the shower, it really helps you kind of gather your thoughts. Now that you mention it, I feel like that I probably do most of my writing in the shower. I'm the same way. But what, you know what you, you know you get on stage and that rhythm kind of comes back. You're like, oh, I'm in the rhythm again. Hey, and that sound means it's time for our second game. I forgot my point. Should, this is another great game, too. A great game for the radio, especially. One of, the, one of those games that really gets the call-ins coming. Of course, if anybody who's playing at home, make sure you're emailing us at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. The game that we're bringing back for the second game today, American Statistics. We're going to go through some statistics, and you'll just have to answer the question outright. Mark, are you ready to play American Statistics? Yeah, yeah. With 1.47 billion active users, the average American spends 29 minutes on this website every day. Now, there's a lot of websites out there. It could be anything. What do you think? Instagram. Dan, what's your guess? Oh, it's... It's got to be one of the big ones, right? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I, I can't narrow it down. Well, Mark, you are right there. It is Instagram. That's correct. Oh, wow. And we do have an Instagram, too. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. If you're one of those Americans spending 29 minutes each day, put one of those minutes into following us at DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show on Instagram. That's a big thing ladies do that I don't get. Round two. Do you like this game, Mark? Sure. Round two. This is just a little true or false question. I thought we'd, to celebrate April Fool's, it'd be a fun question. So is this statement true or is it a lie? In 1993, there were only about 5,000 websites. Is that true or is that a lie? A lie. Dan? Oh, if Mark said it was a lie, I'm going to go the opposite. I'll say it was the truth. Come on. Wow, Mark, you're really nailing these games. It was a lie. That's correct. In 1993, there were only about 600 websites. Now, there are more than 2 billion. So those of you that thought there were more than 5,000 in 1993, April Fools! (laughs) Round 3 of American Statistics. Here's the question. More than half of Americans would take this describing word as a compliment. 
What is it? More than half of Americans would take this describing word as a compliment. What is it? Black guy. <laughs> let's, see. <laughs> let's see. It's funny because, you know, there's a lot of white male rage out there, so it, it works, but... Being called cheap was the answer. Being called cheap. It's kind of quite a generalization. Well, anyway, Mark, we have some emails here. Feel free to jump in, but we wanted to go over a few emails. And if anybody's looking to send in an email, email us at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. We have a couple <laughs> voicemails that we wanted to play on the show, and we're going to get to that in just a moment. But first, we had an email come in from Jackie from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hey, I've listened to your show, David, for a little bit now, so thought I'd drop an email. Did you get your gas cap back? That guy had me on my toes every week. The other day, you said the color of the day was emerald. I was wearing green that day. How crazy is that? Anyway, was wondering if Aloe got you in contact with Tony Hinchcliffe. Thanks, David. And thanks for writing the show, Jackie. Uh, we haven't made that happen with Aloe yet, but he's working on it. He's going to be in Austin in June, so we're talking about communicating around that time. Uh-huh. Also, of course, I did get my gas cap back. I appreciate you answering that. And I also appreciate, again, Laura from Youngstown answering that question a couple of weeks ago. Hopefully we're not hearing from that gas cap criminal again. Now, we did get a couple voicemails this week. I wanted to play. I thought first we'd go over one from a former guest that we had on the show, Austin Ingalls. He was having a little fun on a drive, it sounds like. So let's take a listen and see what Austin Ingalls has to say this week. Hey, Dave. Austin Ingalls calling, first time caller, episode four guest. I just want to let you know, you're running a real tight ship over there. It's a lot of fun. I'm a guy that likes to have fun. I'm a fun guy. And I just want to let you know that I also got a three out of three on your movie game. So that was a lot of fun. If you ever do another movie game, maybe have me back on because I was on a movie podcast, Dave. Your team of researchers probably let that slip through the cracks, but hey, as long as we're having fun. Well, hey, Austin. You know, I'm always having fun, always trying to stay positive here. Glad to hear that you're doing so well on those games. That's great. And if you have been listening, you know that I've been talking about getting you back on the show to compete with other people who are very good at those games. So we'll be excited to have you. Glad so much that you're having fun and having fun with those games. We certainly have fun with those games at David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. And if you're having fun, make sure you let me know at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Now, we also got a little voicemail from somebody else you may be familiar with. And I'll warn you like I did before, a bit of a cantankerous fella. But let's go ahead and take a listen to what Brody Toopy is pissed off about this week. Hi, David. This is Brody calling in again. Uh, just put together another list about some things that are pissing me off. Thought I'd send that over to you guys. Places that make you select a tip in front of the worker. I was at a restaurant the other day. They flipped around the iPad, and I have to decide 15, 20. Here's the deal. That's my business, not yours. That pisses me off. Hats that have the metal adjuster in the back instead of snaps. It doesn't feel right on my head. That pisses me off. Tuesday, a glob of toothpaste fell off my toothbrush. That pissed me <laughs> off. No, the first week I talked about when your Casey's pizza is too greasy, Guess what? Had a dry Casey's pizza. That also pissed me off. Okay, I don't like dry pizza. <laughs> Finally, I went to this burger restaurant with my parents last weekend. Menu, 40 freaking burgers. That pisses me off. Cheese, bacon, plain. That's your options. Everything else is bullshit, and that pisses me off. <laughs> Thanks, David. 
Oh boy, I warned you he was a bit of a cantankerous fella. That Brody Toopee is out of control. Somebody's got to get him a good day. Come on. <laughs> he should hang out with me, David. Maybe he should. Do you ever spend time with Brody Toopee? You're both uh, Eastern Iowa comedians, so you must see each other often. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to the same open mics and, and all that. Yeah, hey, that sound do. means it's time for World News, one of my favorite segments, World News with David Collins. We got a few things in the news today, a little sports news, a little nature news today. Of course, the tornadoes are out. There's a little story about Caitlin Clark I wanted to talk about, and maybe get your feedback in my email box there. And also, a little revisiting of a story that we talked about a couple weeks ago. First thing that we wanted to talk about today were these tornadoes that have just finished going through multiple states. Uh, the storm system that tore through the Midwest, South, Mid-Atlantic on Friday and Saturday carved a path of destruction that encompassed an area from Wisconsin to Delaware. That's quite a drive. I bet that storm's arms are tired. <laughs> South to Mississippi, killing at least 32 people in seven states. Yeah, because all you hear about is the animals. Scores more people were injured, and communities were left reeling on Sunday as they assessed the damage and, and continued cleanup efforts. Were you affected by these storms at all, Dan? Well, uh, no, David. Uh, fortunately enough, you know, I have a nice place and stuff, so... Yeah, I was all hunkered down. Um, I, I happened to be in Iowa City at the time. We were all hunkered down too. It was terrifying over in that part of the state. Was it not too bad over here? No, it was pretty calm actually. Well, that's good. It wasn't too good in a lot of places around here. You know, Iowa City is a little west of where you're located. I heard Easter, Easter. I heard east of us over in that Rockford area, completely destroyed. Is mm -hmm. that right? Well, uh, the major story, David, I know was uh, uh, there was a metal concert going on at the Apollo Theater in Rockford. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they did not evacuate. They thought they were safe, and the roof ended up coming down. Um, unfortunately, leaving one person dead and 40 others injured. 40 people? Wow. Yeah. What happened to that one guy? Well, apparently he just liked to dance too much and was going a little too hard and didn't, didn't see the signs. You are an idiot! <laughs> oh, not a good day for him. So you're saying we beat nature? Well, I wouldn't put it that way, Mark. Have you heard about this Caitlin Clark story at all? You know, I didn't watch the game in particular, but I've seen these highlights. They're talking about fouls. They're talking about unsportsmanlike behavior. Do you know this Caitlin Clark story? She did a you-can't-see-me face a few weeks ago or during the game. Maybe you know this a little better. Tell me a little about this. Yeah, uh, David, so she, she... Mark, did you see this story at all? I gave it a favorite, and I moved on. Okay, well, we'll catch you up. So, uh, Mark and David, yeah... Um, Iowa's women's team, uh, they, they actually beat an undefeated team, the South Carolina Gamecocks. They, they did. They won that game. And during that game, you're right. Caitlin Clark did the, the John Cena, you can't see me thing. And LSU's players saw that as very disrespectful. And they carried that energy into the championship game and beat the Iowa women's team pretty badly, actually. And uh, during that game, one of LSU's players, Angel Reese, decided to do the same thing back to Caitlin. And a lot of people are very mad about it. A lot of Iowans, it sounds like. A lot of Iowans. You know, I don't know if a lot of people know this. Of course, I lived in Manhattan, Kansas for most of my life. But the last year, I have been up here in Iowa, uh, mostly just supporting my mom who lives up here. So becoming a bit of an Iowa fan, getting around with the culture, people were very upset about this story. How do you feel about this story, Dan? Do you feel emotional about it? Are you, are you tired? Or you sounded even describing that story. You sound like you're on LSU's side a little bit. Well, I try to not be biased when delivering news right. segments, so... 
Um, I, I, I was born and raised in Iowa, so I do have, you know, a connection. And that's why we have you here, Dan. You know, you understand your job. You know, maybe on that Aloe episode, I gave you a hard time, but I think we're really finding you understand your job. It's too bad that we're going to lose you next week. April Fools! <laughs> or am I fooling? We don't even uh, know anymore these days. Did we want to talk a little about that, that Amazon story that you have? Well, I mean, we had a little something about it. It's kind of one of those stories where people's packages were disappearing from, from their doorsteps. The package guy. Everybody loves a package. I wanted to also mention this Trank article that we talked about a little bit. Don't have much on that Amazon story, I guess, but maybe we'll talk about it next week if it is comes up in the news. I wanted to talk a little more about this Trank story here. Uh, Mark, do you know anything about this Trank dope? Have you heard of this? That seems to be more and more popular now. It There's is. A lot it's of growing. This, like... It's becoming a real issue, especially in Canada, it seems like. A Canadian biotech company has developed new test strips to detect the dangerous animal tranquilizer xylazine in the highly toxic street drug supply. But while the strips are already shipping across the U.S., Canada hasn't yet approved the potential life-saving tool. Isn't that interesting? Of course. Now, of course, Trank is this drug that's sweeping nations right now, and it's leaving these huge wounds and huge ulcers. What I found interesting was in February of 2023, Canada decriminalized all drugs. As of February 2023, the personal possession of 2.5 grams of hard drugs, including cocaine, crack cocaine, heroin, fentanyl, meth, and morphine, have now been decriminalized nationwide in Canada. And you know, when you hear in some of these states um, in, in the United States where people are addicted to these drugs and they find a way to give them kind of clean drugs, and you wonder if they're going to have to go that same direction with the Trank Dope situation. On paper, you go, what are you, crazy? You're giving them heroin? But it's it's better. It's almost like the first guy to think of gangrene. you hear about that yeah. guy in World War II? Everybody's getting gangrene. So he said, fuck that. He cut his arm open, stabbed one of the dead guys, and put a little bit of gangrene in his wound. And everybody's like, what are you, nuts? And he's like, I'll get immune to it. And he worked. Boy, that is really fascinating, Mark. Uh, and that sound means it's time for our third game. I'd love to hear more about that maybe after our third game. Ah, interesting. I see a pattern here. Our third game today, another game that we're bringing back from that from an early episode, very fun game. This game is called Finish the Punchline. We're going to read a joke. I'm even going to tell you the comedian that that's from. We're going to stop right before the punchline, and you're going to have to finish that punchline. Mark, are you ready to play Finish the Punchline? Of course. Now, the first joke we have here is by Rodney Dangerfield. Another very prolific writer, just like you and Austin Ingalls. First joke. I know I'm ugly. I went to a freak show. Blank. I know I'm ugly. I went to a freak show. Blank. What happened at that freak show? Ah, uh, you know, like, like, whatever it was. It's gotta be tough to be a gal for that one. Well, I, I don't think it's gonna be that. Dan, do you have a guess? Um, they didn't give him respect. No, that is not it. But that's a pretty good guess, Dan. No, the answer was, they let me in for nothing. <laughs> I know I'm ugly. I went to a freak show. They let me in for nothing. <laughs> I know I'm ugly. I went to a freak show. They let me in for nothing. <laughs> All right, round two of Finish the Punchline. This next joke is by Mitch Hedberg. Round two, Mitch Hedberg. I smoke cigars occasionally. I don't know a lot about cigars. Like, I went to a cigar store. The guy behind the counter said, what kind of cigars do you like? I said, I smoke cigars occasionally. I don't know a lot about cigars. Like I went to the cigar store. The guy behind the counter said, what kind of cigars do you like? I said, what do you think he said? 
Hey, anybody? Oh, uh, uh, what do you call them? Just no guesses there. It's tough. It's a tough one. The guy behind the counter said, what kind of cigars you like? I said, uh, it's a boys. I smoke cigars occasionally. I don't know a lot about cigars. Like I'm at the cigar store, the man behind the counter said, what kind of cigars do you like? Uh, it's a boys. <laughs> it's a bit of a tougher joke. I think it's referencing usually when somebody hands you a cigar, they're saying it's a boy or it's a girl. Uh -huh. Oh, of course. of course. It's a tough joke, a tough punchline, but I thought maybe a professional like Mark Norman might be able to put that one together. I guess not today. Round three of Finish the Punchline. This joke is Jeff Foxworthy. You hear that, rednecks? This is one of those you might be a redneck joke. Here's the joke. If the most common phrase heard in your house is blank, you might be a redneck. If the most common phrase heard in your house is blank, what could that phrase be that might make you a uh -huh. redneck? Can we see a photo of this gal? That might be it, Dan. Do you have a guess? Uh, get her done. Oh. That phrase is, somebody go jiggle the handle. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if the most common phrase heard in your house is, somebody go jiggle the handle, <laughs> you might be a redneck. <laughs> and I'm not from Tucson. Mark, you're from a little more south than I am. Maybe that one rings a little more true to you. Of course. But that was Finish the Punchline. Thanks so much for playing, Mark. And thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to join the show. I understand you're just remoting in, but it's nice that we were able to get you on short notice like this. I used to have all day to like... Right, write, right. Uh, and now it's like podcast, 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 which is great too because you sell tickets, you make money, and you get to talk shit, and it's fun, but it is time consuming. Yeah, plug your show, Tuesdays with Stories, of course. My podcast, Tuesdays with Stories. We might be drunk with Sam Morrell. What, anything else? But yeah, marknormancomedy.com. I'm all over the road, and praise Allah. That's great. And thanks again. Dan, do you of have course. any final words today? Uh, we'd just like to thank you for having me alongside you and Mark today. And thanks so much for being here. I'm, I'm sure this was exciting for you. It was exciting for me. I was a bit starstruck the whole time. Now you listening at home, you might be wondering, David, is that all? That David, that's it for April Fool's? Well, there was one joke that I haven't revealed to you yet. I think some of you might have already gotten it. Of course, the color of the day today was Celadon. It is not a vibrant red, but actually a light blue-green. Color of the day was Celadon, and it is a light blue-green. April Fools to anybody I got there. Thanks so much for listening. Everybody listening, I'm David Collins, and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.